Welcome to Apartment 11, where there are only correct opinions. Boys, I'm glad to be back. How was everyone's weekend? I had a pretty bad weekend. Why's that? I can guess. All my teams lost, yeah. mm-hmm. including my fantasy team. The Steelers lost, so that made it a little bit better. Beneficial. And by saying that, Cam, how was your weekend? It was about the same. I didn't have anything to cheer for. <laughs> a typical Steelers, uh, Steelers weekend. I wouldn't say typical, but I went three. So yeah, a little, a little less drama this week. We don't, we usually come in and we talk about certain things, but I think we're going to integrate that into games. The only real big thing is AB saying retiring from the NFL, but he said that he's going to quit anyways. There's teams that want him pending legal issues. They want to see everything on the board, but like, just quickly, do you guys think AB will be back in the NFL? Yes. Yes? Eventually, yeah. Eventually? Okay, good. He's too good not to be on a team. He is really good. If he can just pull his act together, which we thought he was going to do with the Pats, we were wrong. We were all wrong. But, Cam, you want to uh, send us into the NFL this week? What, what happened? All right, so we'll start on Thursday night, as always, with the Jaguars and the Texans. Or the Titans, sorry. 20-7, to 7, Jags. Gardner Minshew. He's good. Hey, he's good. Future of the Jags? No, I don't know about that. He's. he's I don't know. I mean, the hype behind him. Too early to say. The hype behind him is big. He had. He was twenty for thirty, two hundred and four yards, two TDs. He is slowly making Jacksonville like his city. But we got to give credit. Like the Jacksonville defense had like nine sacks. Yeah. So like the Jacksonville defense definitely stepped up. See the Titans. Titans came out strong. They smacked the Browns at Cleveland, and we're all like, "Wow, Titans might be okay." They haven't won another game. If you if you remember though, I mentioned that how they some games to, they'll come they out do and that. look yeah. like you did say that they're also. really really good. And I mentioned them specifically being the Patriots. Yeah. And then it's you you kind of get confident with them and they just drop back. The ball. To that's the what I said a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, that's the mo of their coach, Mike yeah. Raven. Like, yeah, some games they're going to perform, and other games they're going to lose to the Jags twenty-seven. Honestly, I would say that it would be very frustrating to be a Tennessee Titans fan with all the ups and downs. I don't even don't even know like what they're main problem is. Like, Mariota's, he's solid, but their offensive line gave up nine sacks, so at some point, like, you're like, well, we need some offensive linemen, so. I don't know if Mariota's the guy, though. He has been struggling. I was looking at the stats and stuff. He's been struggling. He's struggling. He's so inconsistent. Yeah. He's, I think he's he's above average, though. He's good for what they, I mean, did he make the playoffs with them at some point? Did they make the playoffs a couple years ago? Maybe. I can't remember. I think they did. Maybe they as a wild have. card, but, like, they obviously can improve, but I think he's fine for now. All right, so two on to the Sunday games. We have the Bills and the Bengals, 24-17. Another 0-3 team that hey. I love to talk about. Yeah, you know, the new and improved Bengals, they move all the way to 0-3. That's crazy. Like, I mean, I remember two weeks ago, Brandon was like, I'm feeling good. We're going to get there. But at the same time, you did say Josh Allen was a stud. If the Bengals are going to lose anybody, I hope it's Josh Allen. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the only person you'd be, like, happy with because you're like, yeah, I was right. Josh Allen is a stud. The Bengals had the lead in the fourth quarter and <laughs> Lo and behold, Josh Allen drives him down the field, and Frank Gore punches in for the uh, for the touchdown, and it ultimately gives him the win. But the ageless wonder, Frank Gore. Yeah, thirty six years old. Dang, that's old <laughs> to be getting beat like that. That's, and that's old. Andy Dalton throws a late interception. That that one hurt. Mm-hmm. It was probably I expected it. I was like, yeah, how are we going to manage to lose this one? But you know, they did it. Maybe I'm, we're just going for the number one pick. <laughs> I really like Buffalo's team as well. I really, I think they got some good pieces. They're not the best team in the world, but I'd really like watching you them play. You said Ageless Wonder and Frank Gore. Frank Gore is like really producing for them. So like <laughs> he always does. He produced for the Dolphins, 
It doesn't matter where he's at. What's their start? Their normal start? Singletary? Is that yeah, their definitely like, Singletary. He's been hurt, and Frank Gore stepped yeah. in and been fine. So when they get back, that could be a little bit of a two-headed monster. But Bengals lose again. Probably will again next week. So Another team that we're not surprised really? they lost. You think so? Who do they even play? Oh, know. we'll see. We can talk about that. <laughs> we can talk about that later. But oh, the next yeah. team that's still 0-3 is the Dolphins. They got beat by the Cowboys. They're legit. The Cowboys are legit. This didn't prove anything that we didn't already know. They're, they're good. But, I, yeah, Rosen got to play. We said when would it be time. He got called to start. And he did exactly that. what I thought he would do. He Lose. was 18 for 39. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's I do rough. think at one point in the second quarter, it was like 10 to 6. The Cowboys are winning. The Dolphins had the ball. Yeah. yeah. With a chance to take the lead, and they fumbled. So, I and, mean, if you're going to be an optimist, yeah. they did have a chance to take the lead in the second quarter against the Cowboys. So. It's hard to blame specific players when your team is actively trying to lose games as well. Because you look at what Kenny and Drake have done this season, any Dolphins receiver, any quarterback. It's like how, you can't put too much blame on them when the organization is trying to lose games. I really think they want Josh Rosen to be the guy of the future. I know we're talking about when they're going to put him in. When they put him in, they got all these draft picks. I'm not 100% certain they're going to go and draft a quarterback, quarterback. So, But Rosen has to perform this year. So the Dolphins can only go up from here. Yeah, that's true. Unless they go 0-16. Well, then they can know. still go up from there. Because then next year they could be 1-16. I think, it's, I think it's important to win one game. That's just you too know, embarrassing. As a Bengals fan, <laughs> at least we're better than the Dolphins. I think. <laughs> I would give them, I would give them the edge. I would give them the edge. I think. All right, moving on, we have the Packers and the Broncos. The right. Packers undefeated still, twenty-seven to sixteen win over Denver. A big thing about the Packers that I recently read online that I think has made them look what made them look really good, which is what they have so far, is Aaron Rodgers has been calling his own plays. Mm. Yeah. So That's like, crazy, and I th- I think there was it's it's working for him, so I don't expect that to change anytime soon. And Rodgers is one of the all time greats, so I think it's a good move. The defense is much improved that, compared that was, to old Aaron Rodgers teams, and that was always the knock on McCarthy. Yeah. It's like his defense is just not there, and defense has improved. And yeah, our guys, Darius Smith, is out there making plays. Yeah. You know, he's one of like the top five paid defensive ends in the NFL. I knew, yeah, because he got paid this past offseason. Yeah, off season, it's right? just like, yeah, and he was he was really good at Kentucky, and he was good for the Ravens, and he's getting paid now. So and you know who he's better than? Who's he better? Bud Dupree. Oh yeah, it's Bud Dupree's like solid. He he does not make some plays he should make, but Zadari, but in the argument, <laughs> Zadari Smith versus Bud, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. All right, next up we have the Colts 27 over the Falcons 24. Close game. Brissett looks good. He has been good. Falcons should not lose to the Colts. I've always thought Brissett was good, though. I really have. He had 310 yards, two TDs. I don't think we should not – well, I don't think we should look over the fact that he sat behind Andrew Luck for a few years. Yeah. Andrew Luck was really good. I'm sure that being behind Luck for that long has made him most of what the player he is, so – He's healthy, he's solid. He's gonna be good for them. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? I, I don't. See, I wrote, I wrote here that they're impressive, but they haven't faced a real test. You know, the Falcons are good, but they haven't faced like a real test yet to the point that they're gonna be pushed to be seen. Like, okay, they could make the playoffs. I think that just time will tell with that one. Cam, do you do you have any grievances with Matt Ryan? Well, to be honest, I, I did pick him in two out of three of my fantasy football leagues. 
and he was struggling at the beginning. And I texted you all and said, "Is Matt Ryan, <laughs> is Matt Ryan even good?" And as soon as I texted that message, it was like he blew up. It was like his he ear, got that same message. His ears he were bur- his ears were burning. He was yeah. just like, ah. it was like he saw my message. So he finished the game twenty nine for thirty. Maybe he did see your message. Three hundred and four yards, three touchdowns. Maybe he's plugged in. Hmm. You don't know. Conspiracy theory. What's up, Matt Ryan? <laughs> he might have got my message. What's good, Matt? Well, if he's listening right now, thank you, Matt Ryan. <laughs> thank if, you. If he's also listening. If I don't care if Julio Jones is triple covered. Give him, give him a chance to catch the ball. He's <laughs> we, so good. We want to see it. <laughs> like he had, like I think he had eight targets last week with five catches. He needs to get like twenty five targets. No, not twenty five, but like, like legitimately like eleven and eleven targets would be perfect yeah. for him. But he got to give him chances. He's too good not to throw the ball to. Yep. Uh, next we have the Chiefs and the Ravens. A game that I was excited about. This was tough. Uh, Thirty three to twenty eight win for the Chiefs. Lamar Jackson in the open field is truly a sight I love watching. Lamar Jackson trying to throw to some open receivers that he misses over their head by like ten feet is not what is what I do not like watching. He took a step back. His inaccuracy definitely yeah. showed the kind of the knock coming yeah. out of him of college is he couldn't throw. And he definitely missed missed some guys. But did you guys see the throw where he was like all the way on the right sideline, jumped up in the air and threw it all the way to the left sideline? I was like, Oh my gosh, and the dude caught it. Yeah. So Well, I mean he had two hundred and sixty seven yards but only one like, he only had a rush T D, no throwing T D. The weird. rush touchdown he had was incredible. I yeah. think that quarterbacks today are more exciting in in terms of like their playmaking abilities. Yeah. Like when you look at Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I mean, the list goes on of guys that just make incredible Josh plays. Josh especially. Guys that make incredible <laughs> yeah. plays, and you're just like, how, how is that even possible? Yeah. Especially from a quarterback, which in the past has like been typically your lesser athletic, you know, sit in the pocket. And, but Mah- now it's like a totally different game. Mahomes definitely won the battle. Always oh, he has 374 yards. Has Mahomes ever lost a battle to That's somebody? That's what I was about he to say. He's not <laughs> named Tom Brady. He's, on, he's going crazy right now. Like, we, we, you sort of expect to drop off at any time, but at this point he's like, Staying really, really consistently he, good. <laughs> he can make any throw on the field. His throws are insane. To any receiver. To any, they're like he's just, he's kind of like what we've always thought with the Patriots. Like just put a random yeah. dude at receiver and he, they end up producing. So yeah. Mahomes is incredible. I love Impressive. watching Mahomes play. There's really not a whole lot more you can say about him. So we'll end it there. Uh, next we have the Vikings 34-14 win over the Raiders. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he's... He's tier one running back. And then he's, per- he's performing really well, and I know you enjoyed him performing well because he's yeah. on your fantasy team. But this is a game I have no comments on besides Dalvin Cook's really really good. The Raiders, you know, we thought with the Antonio Brown experiment they might improve, but, yeah, it's, just, it's not happening for him yet. One thing that I do want to mention is Stephon Diggs' struggles continue. Oh, my gosh. I've, and I've never been on the, the Diggs train. He had yeah. that big catch against the Saints, and everybody thought he was, you know, one of the best receivers in the league. and. Yeah, I've never saw it, and he's not produced this year right now for him. No, he hasn't. But um, Vikings are going to be good moving forward. Defense is good. Offense looks pretty good. Um, I think they're a playoff team. So moving yeah. forward. Pats, another big win for them. 30-14 to 14 over the Jets. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> Again, like you said last week on the sheet, I just this week I wrote the same thing. I said, Pats is still really good. Like, they just... And the Jets are bad. Yeah, they are. They're in trouble. They're in massive injury trouble. Uh, the Patriots are. We're just. I mean, it's just basically when. Do, when do the Patriots and she? When are they going to match up in the playoffs? Yeah, it's almost like who's going to win? Yeah, and it's it'll be one a really good game. I would expect so. Crazy good game. Le'Veon Bell, eighteen carries for thirty five yards. Not, not his best week. 
he's been doing that. It's it's happening every week because they have nobody around him. Yeah. They have no offensive line. They have no weapons outside of him. I think Darnold's good though. Obviously, he's not been playing. When I think he gets back. It should get I better. I think they but. should be should be good. And the wide receiver core they have. What's it, Crowder? Crowder, Robbie know, Anderson. They they throw it to Crowder a lot, and he he's he's okay. But I definitely think they need a, a true wide receiver threat to put outside. They don't have a wide receiver one. Yeah. At all. Once they get him, I think like they obviously are bad. They've been bad yeah. forever. But going forward, I think they're in a good spot, especially once they get Darnold back. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on, we have the Lions and the Eagles. Another good game, twenty-seven to twenty-four win for the Lions, who are undefeated. Undefeated, undefeated yeah. Um, opposite of the Lions, is Carson Wentz is he's is he still battling like problem like the mental part? I think of his mental game is of because like you know before he got hurt, I was like, gosh, Carson Wentz, he's he's good, and like now like you watch him play and he's like really good. I actually have a friend who's an Eagles fan. He's like, I wish we had Nick Foles still, but like. That's I think that's kind of crazy to say. I think Nick Foles is he's really good because that team was really good. Yeah. But you know Carson Wentz, he's not what he was before the injury. I can't. I don't know if he'll be back to what he was before. I would probably assume like he'll have some good moments. But on the opposite side, the Lions, they're undefeated, and so I don't. We we'll have to see how they perform going forward. I don't really know how they're doing it either. I really don't, because Carrion Johnson has not been. Anything special so far? Um, their receivers are average, I would say, for, compared to the rest of the league. Matthew Stafford is c- consistently one of the most inconsistent players. Like he has really good moments. He could go downhill quick, and this could yeah. all turn around. And I think it will. I don't see the Lions being a threat. As good as they are right now. Um, the Eagles also right now without Deshaun Jackson and uh, Alshon Jeffrey, so that that's going to hurt Wentz a little bit. Uh, Nelson Aguilar has been good in their absence. Yeah, if he comes back, I mean, when Deshaun Jackson and on Jeffrey come back, I don't expect Aguilar to be what be what he's been doing the last, no. especially the last two weeks. But he's been good for him so far, so keep and that, giving him the ball. That's proof that he is a capable receiver. Like he's a good receiver. Their their receivers are good. They have a lot of them. They have a lot of weapons around wins. And I still think that even though the Eagles are one and two right now, I still think that they'll be good moving forward. I think they have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I agree with you. Moving on, we have the Panthers, thirty-eight to twenty win over the Cardinals. The Kyle Allen show. He's uh, he was tough. <laughs> he's is he going to take Cam Newton's job? That's all I said. I don't think he will. I don't either. Two hundred and sixty-one yards, four TDs. But if he continues to play like this, Cam Newton's already been ruled out for next week. Oh, if he yeah. continues to play like this, then how can they? How can you they can't stop Newton? that train? If if they win again next week, who do they have next week? They have. Uh, See, my point is, if they win next week, you can't sort of just be like, all right, well, Cameron's back. They play the Texans. So, like, it's a winnable game for them. That's a and, statement win. And if he, he comes yeah, out and performs against the Texans. Against, yeah, Deshaun Watson and Texans. I still he, don't see a scenario where a healthy Cam Newton is just standing on the sideline. I agree with that. But I'm saying, like, what, what I would... What I would do or what I would want to happen. If he keeps performing like this, I would like to see him stay on the field. I think I think what's gonna happen is Cam's gonna get back, they'll give him the job, he'll he'll he he'll have a game where he's struggling and they're gonna put Allen in and I'm gonna say Allen just starts performing really well and at that point they're like, This is probably our guy. It's a but you know, it's hard. Cam Newton just won the M V P like four years but ago. But is that point is that the point that way Cam Newton would get traded? Like would Cam Newton have to request a trade? Do you, a team could use Cam Newton. That's the thing. Like who who would trade for him? 
Who could he's, use? He's a, he's, a, he's an inaccurate. Who would you rather have, Cam Newton or Marcus Mariota? Probably still Cam. Yeah. But and the thing is, we're every time we say, yeah, I still want Cam Newton. We're basing off what he did and not what yeah, he's and doing. what he's doing. Yeah. So, I mean, and also, what's his contract situation? I'm not sure on his contract situation. I'm not either. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like he's a free agent soon, so they very well could just let him walk a free agency, but. I still think it's it's Cam Newton. He's still the quarterback, but Kyle Allen looked good. But you have to see. You can't base everything exactly. off of one game. And I always go back to the Matt Flynn situation when he sat behind Rodgers. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. And he comes in over the course of his two games. He throws ten touchdowns. Signs a huge contract with Seahawks. It was it's the Seahawks. Yeah, Russell Wilson took his job. Immediately loses his job. Yeah. So this this happens. Teams don't know about quarterbacks. They don't know how to game plan for them. They come in perform well. And a lot of it, I think, is quarterbacks coming in and performing well as coaching. Yeah. I think because Rivera, we know he's a really good offensive coach. Like when they made their Super Bowl run, the offense was cooking. Cam Newton was the MVP. So yeah. I think a lot of it is the quarter is the especially the offensive coordinators having a good game plan for their quarterback to be successful. And that could be what happened with Kyle Allen, but he looked good. He made good throws. So yeah. we'll have to see going forward. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he progresses. Uh, next game we have is the Giants. Another another big time performance from the quarterback QB, yep. Daniel Jones. Thirty two to thirty one win over the Buccaneers. I am a Daniel Jones fan. Yeah, I think Daniel everyone Jones is fan. I think everyone's a huge. massive Jones well, fan. And right the now. people, the reason people are are huge Daniel Jones fans is because they hated him in May. They was like, oh my gosh, what are the Giants doing? Should take Haskins here and. Jones looked good. He went one of them again, like to be fair, against the Buccaneers. But he looked he looked good. So, and I, I'm kind of I'm a Dan Jones fan because one, when he got drafted, I wasn't against it like everybody else. I was the same way. I was like, let's just give him a chance first because you have to see what he's going to do. And, and, these, and these teams know more than we do. That's fair. You that's, know what I mean? Like true. we're looking at it as he played at Duke. Like what? Like what did he do here? What did he do that? These teams had workouts. These teams had all their stats. These teams watched like their tests, everything. Like, they have a lot more information than we do. So they're not just going to be like, oh, you know, Cameron Carmichael was a good basketball player. Let's just draft him. You know what I mean? Like, it's they do a lot more research before they draft a and first round. It was an interesting debate I had multiple times was Dwayne Haskins or Daniel Jones after the draft. Like, who would, who would be better? And, like, everybody's like, Dwayne Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. But I'm not sold on Dwayne Haskins yet. I'm going to assume he ends up getting that job in Washington. I think he will. Because Keenum is... They're zero three right now. Yeah, Keenan was not doing great at all. So, but I mean, he Daniel Jones like he went won him a game. There's a lot to say about a rookie quarterback on the road. So, go Daniel Jones. This is this is a problem that I have, and this is why I want people like him to succeed on draft night when he was booed by New York Giants fans. Classic New York uh, fan. Christophs, I mean, when are they gonna learn? That they, they just do that. that you can't boo the player that your team just drafted because it can come back to bite you, and then videos will resurface for years. Um, but if you want something fun to do, go back to Bleacher Report or the New York Giants official Twitter, and when they were tweeting about Daniel Jones getting drafted, go read the replies under those tweets. People were mad. <laughs> they were furious. They called him terrible. They called him trash. They called Gettleman. Um, they they called him everything you could think of. But. They, he did just lose Barkley, which absolutely yeah. kills my fantasy team. He's my number one overall pick. This He's out four to eight weeks. Hopefully four. But, <laughs> uh, you know, and I think that's going to be – that's actually kind of detrimental to Daniel Jones because they're going to put more on his shoulders now. 
there's not gonna, he's not going to have the opportunity or to hand it off to arguably the best running back in the league yeah. in Barkley. So he's going to have to he's going to have his chances to prove that hey, I, I should have been. What was he drafted six? Yeah, six he's going to have his chances. Like I deserve to be the sixth pick of the draft. Well, hopefully, uh, next week's challenge won't be too tough one as they play the Redskins at home. So. Hopefully the Redskins put in Haskins and we just have that would be that, that, would, that would be awesome yeah for the battle that'd be crazy. All right, next up we have the Texans and the Chargers. Texans twenty-seven to twenty win. Deshaun Watson's good. He's also on the ground like every play. Yeah, every time he drops, they're getting back, better. They get, the yeah. offensive line's getting better. They, they need to go get better offensive linemen. Now you can say they're getting better, but my gosh, like he Sean Watson is their future. They have he's getting beat up. Start protecting him. <laughs> he also does a great job of avoiding sacks. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> but ideally, you don't want him doing that. I know. Yeah. And of another thing about them is we've talked about it. DeAndre Hopkins is where's he been? Yeah, he's just he was crazy. He was a cheat code. He's ninety nine on Madden. Like it's massive thing. Like these guys that get that hype should continue that hype train. And I haven't heard anything. But like, I'm not worried about him. I'm not, I'm really not. He's too talented. You can you can see it when you watch him play. I'm not worried. He well, he had six receptions of seven, seven targets. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yards, yeah. I mean, that's a good that's a duo that's going to look last for the oh, next wow. four to five years. Yeah, yeah. but they got to get an offensive line because John Watson and he already got hurt once. You don't want him to get hurt yeah. again. One of Bargo's favorite games of the week: Forty uh, ers twenty four, Steelers twenty. It was actually really terrible to watch. It was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> Here's my thought during the game. Do you remember the Kentucky-Tennessee game that happened two years ago? It was at Commonwealth Stadium, and Kentucky turned it over four times. Yes. And t- Kentucky, <laughs> I mean, and the Kentucky ended up winning at the yeah. end. But the whole time, like, I was watching the game, and I was like, man, Kentucky's clearly better than Tennessee. We just can't control the ball. Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought about this game. I was like, the 49ers clearly look like the better team than the, than the Steelers, but they just couldn't control the ball. And at one point, I was like, the Steelers are about to win this game because I think late in the third quarter, the – the 49ers turned it over, and the Patriots had a chance. Uh, the Patriots, the Steelers had a chance to go down, and I think extend it to a two possession game, and they just didn't. So, I definitely thought the 49ers were clearly better, but they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. But it was not a good game to watch. Well, one thing that I want to mention is they turned it over on their first four possessions of the game. Yes. <laughs> After those four turnovers, the score was six to nothing. That's not acceptable. And what they were trying to do at the beginning, and I have no idea why you're doing this is they were trying to play conservative, and they were running it up the gut. They were throwing check down, screens. Like, let Mason Rudolph air it out. What do you have to lose? You're 0-2. You just lost your quarterback for the season. Like, you're already getting close to, like, that edge where you start to rebuild. Like, what do you have to I lose? I think they're guilty of putting, put like, thinking James Conner's a little bit better than he is. I think he's fine. Don't I, get me I wrong. Can, I can see where you're coming from. But I think they think he's, like, a, all, like a Pro Bowl-type running back, and he very well could be, well, but he, I don't think he's, like – a top top tier running back, I should say. He's not tier one. He's a serviceable running back who's capable of being a starter on a good team. But the offensive line but, was also and part horrible. of it is it's Rudolph's first. Uh, was it Rudolph or Randolph? Rudolph. It's Rudolph. I always want to call him Randolph. It's Rudolph's first game starting. They want to get him. Get him. You should want to get him going, and yeah. they did not do that. Is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. But once they started airing it out, like he made some good. He throws. made some good throws. He made he made a couple bad. He made throws. some errors too. But, but that's accept, that's ex- expected and, out of the first we, time. We've had this conversation. I think I think he's in a good spot. I think Tomlin. I think he, we can say he's done good with Roethlisberger, and I think he's he's probably he's I think he's doing good with Rudolph too, or could do good. So I think Rudolph's in a good spot to be successful. Kind of what my point is. Well, let me tell you how I wish was still in Pittsburgh is Bruce Arians. Yep. 
because I credit him for a lot of Roethlisberger's come up. That's fair. And I when when Coward um, retired, Bruce Arians is the one that I had in my mind. Like I want him to be the coach. Like I really like Bruce Arians as a coach, and I think he's a really good offensive mind. So I wish he would have been around to help Rudolph out a little bit. But um, I liked what I saw overall out of him. Um, yeah. I'm not honestly. I'm not as concerned about win loss anymore for them. No, I'm concerned I, about what they what they're going to do. And that's another thing is. To me, I think the the Fitzpatrick trade starts looking a little bit worse. I still, it, it doesn't though because he's still on a rookie contract. Yeah, you're. I mean, do, are they going to resign him? I assume they're going to resign him at well, all costs. He had an interception and a fumble. Well, fumble, the interception fumble. fell right into his hands. Like, I know you saw that, but my point is like yeah, that, the, the, fumble, the, the draft pick is going to be so good. Like, obviously you got Mika with it. So just to me, I still feel like. They could have been a little bit of a reach on them, but you know we'll have to. Just, well, that's just that's a wait. It's kind yeah. of a wait and see thing. It is wait and see. But what are the chances that they're able to draft somebody that's better you, than me? You, you have no clue. It's 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 less than fifty though. I mean, you you don't know. Me so, an above average player. But the the worse that the Steelers are, the the worse I think that trade looks. Um, as a Steelers fan, I'm fine with it, no matter how good they do, because they just are so bad at, at scouting to see who who's going to help their secondary. So I'm I'm okay with this, but um. Moving on, we have the Saints and the Seahawks. The Saints win thirty-three to twenty-seven. That's a massive win for the Saints. A bad loss for the Seahawks. Without without Drew Brees, I think the Seahawks have to take that advantage. Bridgewater came in and got the job done. Uh, you know, here's my thing with the Seahawks, and it's always been been the same thing. Is like Pete Carroll loves to run the ball between the tackles. He wants to be a run-heavy offense, and then let Russell Wilson create. Well, I just don't think you can be a run-heavy offense with Chris Carson and Rashad Penny as as like your guys. Like, like just kind of what we're talking about with Connor. They're not tier one running back, so I don't know how successful you can be with that. And that's kind of what we saw with against the Saints. Is like they were just run, 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 and then when they let Russell Wilson do stuff, like they got some got some points on the board. But I just you got to get a better run, better running backs, I should say, to play the style that they want to play. Yeah, I really like what Russell Wilson did overall. I, I, I mean, I think he does his job. It's not you can't put it, the blame on him. They should they should let him do more. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of the thing. He did throw it fifty times. Damn, fifty. Yeah. yeah. That's good. But then they they got down big and come and I was thrown at the end. Am I right about that, or am I just completely wrong about everything? They were da- they were down. They were down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Alvin Kamara. Um, I mean, I would I would say that he almost single handedly. Yeah. Won that game <laughs> offensively for the Saints, sixteen for sixty nine and a touchdown on the ground. Then through the air, he had nine catches for ninety two yards and a touchdown. Well, that's kind of what you're going to get with him until Drew Brees gets Drew Brees gets back. Yeah. They're going to just put the ball in his hands and say, "Hey, go win games." When Alvin Kamara is at his best, he I, I would say that he's the most versatile offensive player in the league, and I would compare him to Le'Veon Bell when he was in his prime as a. Is that is that a problem? <laughs> no, I just know as soon as you say Le'Veon Bell, the ball goes mouth, just turns right into a no, smile. No, because it's a fair comparison when you look at a running back who can do everything for you. It's uh, like him and Barkley are kind of the same. They both. I don't know who I'd rather have, Barkley or or Kamara. It's, depends on your offense. I think yeah. they're so they're so different, like in terms of their style. Yeah, so that, that's actually a really who would you rather have, Barkley or Kamara? I don't know. Probably. Uh, I really, I really like Kamara. I'm a big, I'm a big Kamara fan, so I might go yeah, him. Yeah, it, it, you can't go wrong with either one. Yeah. All right. So the last Sunday night game we have is the Rams and the Browns. That was a good game. Did y'all watch it? I did watch it. That was a good game. The Browns' offensive line. I mean, but 
I keep saying the Browns offensive line looked awful, but you got to remember they have Aaron Donald playing defense tackle mm-hmm. for the Rams, and he was just abusing people. They were. Yeah. So, but Browns had a chance at the end. They were first and goal. First and goal with the five. They had all three timeouts. And here's a, here's the thing. It's like They called, I think it was after the third down play going into fourth down, they called a timeout, which they went from down to three timeouts to two. In a scenario where you don't get that touchdown, and there's I think there was like a minute or 40 seconds on the clock, you can 40. get like three straight stops and have a punt it back. And I know it's a long shot, but you can get the ball back around your, the, your own 40 with 15 seconds left. Mm-hmm. So I did not like them calling that timeout right there. I thought that – that was just something that was overlooked in the game, but Baker Mayfield, what's 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 our uh, our thoughts on him? I don't really know what to think. I haven't lost confidence in him. I still think he's going to be a really good quarterback for years. I mean, I think we uh, I think we overrated him too. So I think he's going to be really good. But I think preseason, like we were like we, we bought into we bought into the Super Bowl hype when they got Odell, and mm-hmm. I think we all agree they're not going to be in the Super. I'll Bowl. I'll tell you, I never once bought into that hype. I always had them, and this this. Uh, I mean, this is my favorite teams in this division, but I always had them below the Ravens as well. Like, I never thought – I didn't think they would make the playoffs. And, you know, I think on the first show we was like, man, that's a really good division. I think it we is. all said that. It, but we like, did. But that was also before the Big Ben injury, which really yeah, brings the true. division down. But Bengals 0-3, Steelers 0-3, Ravens are 2-1, and one, and then Browns are what? 1-2. One 1-2, and two. One and two, so yeah. it might not be as good as we think. Um, I saw this tweet, actually, I think it was yesterday. In your lifetime, have you ever witnessed two more dominant defensive players in the NFL at one time than Aaron Donald and Khalil, Khalil Mack? Mack? Khalil Mack's an animal. Uh, I'd have to think on that one. They both changed the game like single-handedly when they're on the field. You know somebody, I hate to say this because I know you're going, oh, yeah, Troy Palomalu. He was a playmaker. He was like – he like single-handedly yeah. dominated games on the defensive side. But as far as like pure force – as in playing the defensive line, yeah. no. Down, There's Donald something different Mack. about being able to play like as a pass rusher versus yeah. playing the secondary in terms of like how you can dominate a game. But so, Donald is, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> like you double team. Well, him. it climaxes the same way. Like it looks like that these that these tackles that try to block him, they don't stand a chance. You watch it, and it's like they shouldn't even be on the field with this man. Like, what were the Raiders doing? When they got rid of Khalil Mack. That was crazy. They ruined themselves. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, when the trade happened, I was like, you know, like, they didn't want to pay Khalil Mack. Yeah. And they got two first-rounders from the Bears, and we don't know what those first-rounders are going to be, but I know kind of what you what you say about Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick but I don't think um, whoever they draft is going to be as good as Khalil Mack. Right. But, you know, he they had him and they lost him, but it's just the, the Bears have him now, and he's – He's good. Yeah. Who's who would you rather have? I would take Mac. That's that's personal opinion. If somebody said Donald, I would not argue. I would take. I would take Mac solely because he plays on the edge more. Yeah. And I think you there's there's more better defensive tackles than there is better defensive ends. So I would probably say say Mac as well. All right. So the Monday night game, the Bears thirty one over the Redskins at fifteen. I did not watch one second. Neither. I actually, well, I said I wasn't going to watch it because I was not interested in this game at all, but I actually did watch most of this game. And Chicago's defense was dominant. And Trubisky was good enough. Khalil Mack. <laughs> I mean, uh, Khalil Mack, yeah. Trubisky and Gabriel had three touchdown catches, I And mean? one of his catches was disgusting, too. Yeah. Like, he was, like, falling out of bounds. Like, they initially he caught, tra- he hit the yeah, they initially yeah. called it um, incomplete, and then they reviewed it and gave him – that was on Josh Norman, who's I fallen think, off big time since his 
Like I said, I said before, I was like, I think Trubisky is above average. But above average is going to be okay if you have a defense like that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, the, and you look at the Ravens when they want it, the Broncos when they want it. Like, they you can carry like you can carry average offenses. The, the, the Broncos all the way. thing is is like ideal because yeah. Peyton Manning, I mean, one of the best ever, but he looked bad. Yeah, that whole year he just he just his, his arm wasn't there. His arm was shot. And the Von Miller and that defense just yeah. absolutely carried the Broncos through that. So that's that's not not a like exact comparison, but kind yeah. of the same thing. And so, as long as Trubisky is not so bad that he loses the game for the Bears. Oh, the Bears have a kicker. Yeah, the Bears have a kicker, so that's going to help them. So yeah, he actually did miss one field goal. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, we'll let it slide. He though. made a game winner. We'll let it. You slide. get a little little slack for that. Yeah. Okay, so coming into week four, there are what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight undefeated teams. You got yeah. Buffalo, New England, the Chiefs, Dallas, Green Bay, Rams, 49ers, and Lions. Buffalo, New England is going to be awesome. Crazy. I was looking at this, so like what we're going to start doing is we're going to do NFL tips. So we're going to go through and pick our winners and losers and tally that off as we go, but... Like you said, I was I was making the, the list and things like that. Bills, Pats, undefe- two undefeated teams going at it. Lions, Chiefs as well. Two undefeated teams going at it. The Lions, 2-0-1. So it's like, eh. We'll count it. We'll, yeah, you, we'll give it to you. but They are undefeated, technically. You know. That's true. It, yeah, technically. But well, if, you, if, you're, if you're tied with the, with the Cardinals, so you, so you can still throw it in there, you're undefeated. I mean, it's the Cardinals. They're pretty bad. Yeah. I'm going to give them the undefeated. I'm going to give them an undefeated title. That's there. fair. I mean, they, are. they haven't lost, so. so. Okay, so first game next week, Packers-Eagles. I'm going Packers at home. I'll go with the home team as well. Yeah, Packers. Packers. Then Sunday, you got Falcons-Titans. I say Falcons at home. The I just want to know why you guys have one of these fancy sheets that I don't have a fancy sheet. It should be in your packet. On your... Come on now. It's definitely not that's that not packet. the right that's packet. That's your NBA packet. <laughs> oh, that's one. unbelievable. You act like this is your first one. I know. Oh, <laughs> Keep going. It's like he did staple. One of he, put the NBA, he put the NBA in there before the thing. It's I crazy. It. I have the packages. I have the page. We'll put it on both of y'all. So Falcons, Titans. Falcons, yeah. Titans, uh, Falcons. Okay. Falcons as well. Bills, Pats. It's at Buffalo. I'm going Pats. <laughs> I'm also going Patriots. I'm sorry, Josh Allen, but yeah, you're not Tom Brady. No. And the, and the Patriots defense is really good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely going. Do we think it's close? Mm, maybe the bill. The Bills are not. I mean, they're three and zero, but they're not a top tier team. Patriots maybe the best team in the NFL. So we'll give them. The- um, that crowd. It's <laughs> going to be unreal. <laughs> they're know, crazy. Yeah. And the Bills mafia is. Bills going to fans be, are good fans. And coming in at three and zero, they're going to be excited. They're not going to be like. Oh, it's going to be, it's gonna be like Kentucky when Georgia came to play. It really will. That was a crazy time. And then the Patriots will win. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the Bills will have a letdown game. What time is that lose. game? Do we know what time? Uh, I think it's the earlier game. I'm pretty sure. It's it, the, if it's on CBS at one, I'll have a look. If it's like. If it's a Sunday night game, can you imagine how drunk the? Oh my God! The Bills, the Bills fans are going to be. The stadium will be half full. That's it. It'd be insane. Um, Chiefs, Lions. Chiefs. Chiefs yeah. away. You know, Lions lose there. Undefeated for me. Colts, Raiders. Colts at home. Colts. I have the Colts too. I think Brissett's going to keep yep. keep it rolling. Um, Giants, Redskins. Are we going to skip Dolphins, Chargers? I mean, we can go, yeah, Dolphins, Chargers. I said the Dolphins are going to pick up a win. Oh my god! That's very, very loud. You know and what? Large. A team that's actually you know what? I'll lose. say the Dolphins too. 
home. If they're going to pick one up against Josh Josh Rosentop. I'll get up on you all one game. I'll go with the Chargers. <laughs> I'll pick the team that's actually trying to win games. Okay. Giants, Redskins then. Daniel Jones. Yeah. It's, at home. it's at home. It's at home for the Giants. Yeah. I'm going to say Giants. I'm going to sure. say the Redskins. Who's going to be their quarterback? Doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Hopefully Case Keenum now. You're, you seem confident. I think Case Keenum's. Raven, Browns. At Ravens. Baltimore. Baltimore. Really, I have Cleveland. I think Gross. Cleveland's going to pick it up. That defense that the the Ravens has is like really good, and there's a good they're going to get pressure on the on Baker Mayfield. The secondary is really good, so yeah, I'm going Baltimore At, and Baltimore as well. That's yeah. For reference, Pat's Bills, one p.m. CBS. Not bad. You can find that on Reddit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Reddit. Shout out Reddit. Hey, <laughs> if you guys don't know, go to NFL streams on Reddit. Find through that link. You're going to have to click through some ads, but to watch free NFL games. We're not do saying that. do it. We're saying if you want to watch a game. It's there. You it's know, there we, we don't do it personally because it's not completely legal. So we don't do it, but. I really don't do it. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to do it, then it's there. We're not saying do it, but if it's there, go ahead and use that. Uh, Texans, Panthers, have the Texans. That's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good game. And if Carl Allen can keep it going, I feel like if he has a really good game, they'll take it. But I'm just going to stick with the Texans right now. I'm going to stay safe and save the Texans, but I really give thought to the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Texans as well for the same okay. reason. Rams, Bucks, Rams at home. Rams, Rams are winning yep. that one. That's a unanimous. Undefeated, not undefeated, the no-win cards. The defeated. Um, the defeated cards. <laughs> they play the Seahawks at home. I got the Seahawks 2-1. on one. I don't think they lose back-to-back games. That they no, this is actually one I was sitting here thinking, I was like, I might take the Cardinals. But I'm not. I'm taking not, the Seahawks. Don't be silly. Uh, Bears at home to the Vikings. You just said don't be silly, but you picked the Dolphins. So yeah, no. I, I, so did he. That is silly. No, I think if anything gonna, is silly, it's picking the Dolphins. I can't wait to sit here next They're Tuesday. Home. They got a, a new starting quarterback. Yep. Mm-hmm. They had that starting quarterback. I can't wait already. to come here. Yeah, we're going to come here next weekend, next week to podcast, and I hope the Dolphins have won. I'll be happy. I, I just know the Chargers are going to so win. That's so disrespectful to Phillip Rivers. That's a great pick. <laughs> Go ahead. You can have it. One, one three. Uh, Bears-Vikings. This is going to be a good game, I think. Great game. At Bears. I've got, I've got the Bears. I got Bears. I like the Vikings in this one. Okay. I think that's it's, a really good game. It's in Chicago. That's going to be a good game. That's why I'm taking the Chicago. I'm taking the Bears. A not-so-good game, but we get to see Gardner Minshew play. And he's going to win. Uh, Jags, yes, Broncos, is. I have him winning. I like the Broncos. in that matchup. Yep. Another good game, Saints-Cowboys. I have the Cowboys winning. They're good. I have Cowboys. I say them undefeated. Yep. The game of the week, Monday night. We may as well just podcast Monday night and just like live view it. We could do a live viewing. Maybe. The Steelers-Bengals, both 0-3. The team that will get their first win of the season. I said the Steelers at home. I like the Steelers. Brandon can't pick anyone but the Bengals. You just this you, is tough. You gotta take that pride. I dislike the Steelers. I enjoy watching the Bengals play. Ah, sorry, sorry, Cincinnati. Wow, that's unloyal. I'm picking Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, what, what time is the Monday night game? Uh, it's How usually at like eight twenty-five or something. Eight thirty. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have lab at six o'clock on Monday night. Ooh, eight fifteen. 15, well, Bengals if you want to watch it, you can pull it up on Reddit on Reddit. your cell phone. <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> as I'm doing my experiment <laughs> yeah, in organic chemistry, I can just sit my computer right Not advocating to use your cell phone in class, but if you were to. <laughs> if you were to, it's there for you. It's in your pocket at yeah, all times. I might have to go with that. Okay, so last week we talked uh, 
NBA Eastern Conference, and we said this week we're excited to see the the Western Conference go go crazy. I guess you could say. Uh, we got all the predictions we've got here. Uh, we've got all the teams who they've added and things like that. We'll just slowly go through teams one by one. Um, let's start off with the Dallas Mavericks. Cam, you can you can start us off. You're the one that found all, all these right. stats. So yeah. Um, so they added Seth Curry and Boban Marjanovic. Love Boban. Everyone uh, loves Boban. Yeah, Boban. And he's a great player off the bench. If you want to cheat, go on 2K. Turn fatigue off, start Boban at center, and you will win. I promise. They, they, they he's went, unstoppable. <laughs> they went 33-49 and 49 last year. That's, I think it's going to be a massive turnaround. Well, also, before we get too much into him, they also... Pazingas. Kristaps, yeah. yeah. It wasn't technically added in the offseason, but he will see the floor for the first time. Yep. I think I think losing Dirk it'll be weird watching the Mavs without him. That's just yeah. it's crazy because we've never really seen that. Yeah. Um, they didn't lose much. No, they, they really didn't. Favorite. You know, Trey Burke left um, and Dirk really. That's all you can really sit there and be like, eh. And Seth Curry, I'm glad to see him finally getting paid a so little bit. So they want to yeah. roll with Luca's going to be one or two. Hmm. The whatever, one. probably whatever he? he wants to be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, with a player like that, you can sort of have Personally, a I like him better at two, honestly. Two. I think well, he did he play point. Am I right about that? He played some point last year, right? I'm pretty sure he played, yeah, a decent amount of point at least. I like I like him better. I mean, they have, the they have Jalen Brunson and J.J. Barea, so. It says. I mean, Luca Luca plays off the ball typically. But it says he's, he's probably, a point guard, so. What says he's a point guard? Um, the Google standings right here. If you go players, point guard, really? Luca Doncic. Yeah, ESPN saying, has him listed as a small forward. Wow. That's interesting. Do we trust ESPN or Google? Google. I'm just kidding. They have an Aussie, though. Ryan Brokoff. Either way, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to be so That's really not going to matter if he's bringing it up. Okay. Denver Nuggets, you know, they came second in the standings last year. Um, in the West, at least. They had, they went 54-28. and 28. They were they were the dominant force in the NBA for a while there. They really had it had it going, I'd say. Um, Similar to the Kristaps situation, they drafted Michael mm-hmm. Porter Jr. And he, he was out play. last season. Yeah, be his first action. I feel like they didn't really lose anything big either. You know, you, they lost Trey Lyles. It's probably their biggest loss. It didn't even play at all. Really. Trey Lyles didn't really play. Either, See, so, so like, like they didn't lose a lot. So they can they can be very dangerous again. Jeremy Grant is like a really good pickup. That massive. He's a really good pickup for them because he's good. He's versatile. He can play like yep. the two, the three, the four. So yeah. I think that's a good pickup for them. And Jokic is Jokic. He's yeah. one of the top at least 12 players in the NBA. Yeah, he's really good. He's they really also, good. And Jamal Murray, he's he's, he's solid. So They locked him in for another five years. That was a crazy deal, though. Why? Five years, $190 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, why? I mean – is he worth that much? I mean, I, well, they're trying to I win. They're trying to win with this core. So I, I mean, I understand that, but that's just a lot of money for Jamal Murray. I, I like it though because it shows. I mean, by all means, if, if yeah. that's if that's who they want at point guard, and I'm not even saying it, I I think it's a good yeah. good move to lock him down. But when I saw 190 million dollars, I was like, that's that's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of money. Also, they drafted Bobo. Which I'm interested. I don't think he'll play all year. I don't want to talk about Bobo at all. That's that's a touchy subject on draft night. Oh, very draft. Yeah, just just a touchy subject that. Yeah. We don't really need to get into. I didn't know quite where you're going there with that one, but. But you realized. I do know. Yeah, you remember that night? It was a tough night. And oh, yeah, okay, okay. We have, yeah, we have mixed feelings about Bobo. What did Bobo do? But Bobo's good. He's he fell. Oh yeah. So he fell. I think we agree he fell because of character issues. 
Really? Character and injuries. Yeah, I think it I was... I really don't know. It was... Because that was always the knock coming out of high school with him was like... He has character issues? Yeah, like he just has a bad attitude. I would have never expected that out of him. Just like... Did you see what he wore on draft night? Yeah, I was about to say, did you mm. see what he... That was my... Like, <laughs> like, Awful. That's always... that Coming out of high school, that was a thing. That's kind of why yeah. Kentucky quit recruiting him. Really? Because yeah, it was like... He wanted to like, shoot the ball every time. You know, at Kentucky, you can't do that. That's why yeah. I went to Oregon. And, and Oregon was like... <laughs> Yeah, you can come here and enjoy. I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, uh, Golden State Warriors, they they lost a, a lot. They lost KD. Uh, Clay Thompson's probably out for the season. They lost a slew of players. Yeah, you Jordan know, Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell gone. Andrew Bogut doesn't really count. Quinn Cook gone. Demarcus Cousins. That sucks. Uh, Iguodala. Iguodala gone. That that was a he was a big. Like, yeah. spine of them. Same as Sean Livingston retired. Yeah. So Jonas Rebko. Jonas Rebko, good player. That's um, how many players that played in the playoffs. Sean well. Livingston, Andre Ingodala, Kevin Durant, Jordan Bell. That's eight. Andrew Bogut, Quinn Cook, DeMarcus Cousins. That's eight players that played in the playoffs for them. They I'm going to be honest. I have and no Clay Thompson. Who is Marcus Derrickson? No idea. No clue. No clue at all. Nah. See, okay, so they added D'Angelo Russell, Andrew Harrison, Willie Cauley-Stein, Alec Burks... Eric Pastel as a rookie, Jordan Paul as a rookie. They kept Kevon Looney, which I thought was good. That is a, that's a big keep. They didn't overpay mm-hmm. him. They kept him. That's he a big does keep good for them. He's, he's so good they added role. eleven new players. Yeah, I think I Little think Steve Kerr, it's on your on your money, brother. I think they'll still be okay. I don't think which they're going to be as dominant. A lot of those guys that are listed in this site are not going to be like on the active roster. No, they'll yeah. be yeah. Like two ways. Like two way guys. Yeah, for sure. So they're going to start. Steph, Steph's going to be their one. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo. D'Angelo yeah, will be their two. Draymond will start. Yeah. Collie Stein will start. Who's their three? I, I know who it is. I'm drawing a blank. They played last year for them. They're in a, a tough situation. Guy. You know, losing KD. If you lose. Oh, uh, McKinney. McKinney? Yeah. McKinney? Yeah. If Alfonso lose, McKinney. Yeah. If you lose KD, you're always going to be a little sore and sour. Yeah, and it actually. What, hey, what about Glenn Robinson at the three? I like him. I still think they'll go with McKinney though. Yeah. But I'll, Glenn Robinson will be a, he'll be a role player for them. So, on so when free agency hit, and it came out that D'Angelo Russell was about to go to the to the to the Warriors, that was literally like the most crazy thing. No one even thought of like, that. What? Because did they end up doing a sign and trade? Yeah, sign and trade with for Durant. For Durant, so, but like that's crazy. I remember I was like, there's just no way like this happened. Yeah, it happened. So. Well, because it was it was so quick too. And I think it's going to be interesting to see like they're both point guards, Steph yeah. and Russell. So ideally, if I'm Steve Kerr and I'm clearly not Steve Kerr, mm. I'm playing Russell at the point, Steph at the two. I would say because Steph yeah. is so good off the ball. Yeah, because oh, coming also, off screens yeah, and such. Yeah. He, you also like Steph is so good that you also want the ball in his hands. So yeah. it's like that's a weird dynamic to have to deal with. It's, I mean, I don't know. I they're both they're both can play both. So I guess that's a a, a good thing, good thing to have. I guess. Yeah. What do you do defensively? That's that's a that's another you, weird. You hide Steph have. Curry. <laughs> you say play the play the passing lanes, and then another thing defensively, like Iguodala. Yeah. Could guard like literally. One through four, definitely. Yeah. And they lost him. And so. Clay, who's out for probably Clay, the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, crazy for them. I think they're going down. But uh, an interesting team coming up, Houston Rockets. I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. yeah I'm, I've got, like, I think they're going to be good. 
but I can't just be like, they're going to be great, because you just don't know how... I just don't know if I can see Russell Westbrook standing on the wing or the corner and yeah, being a shooter. Being a shooter. Mm-hmm. You can have James Harden there, but the same thing, they're, not, they're both not catch-and-shoot shooters. So, but, yeah, I don't know. That would be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they picked up Anthony Bennett, massive pickup, former number one pick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's going to be a good uh, 12th man. Yeah, oh, they picked up William McDowell-White. He's an Aussie on a two-way contract. This kid... He went uh, Fresno State. He had offers from Michigan State. You know, he had, like, really, really big offers. Went Fresno State, didn't even play, dropped out, done this, and earned a two-way contract. It's just an Aussie thing. Like, you guys won't know who he is, and he probably won't play. But it's, a, it's an ad that I see here. Yeah, I don't know either. Just, Just randomly, like, before before we see them play at all, do you like the trade they made for Westbrook? Yeah. yeah from, the, from the Rockets' perspective, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, right. for sure. Chris Paul, is he's getting old. Regress. Yeah. He's, he's regressing. He's, he's doing a Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's the first yeah, time we've... Fine. There's, there's the one it. regression. It's, it's, I mean, we're not that. even talking about the NFL. And uh, like right up, it's it's all right, uh, I'll keep calm. Uh, he's, I don't know. That's, I just said, I don't know how it's going to work. Because I, mean, I assume Harden's going to have the ball in his hands and Westbrook is going to... Yeah, I don't know. It's like, good job, you got rid of Paul's contract, but you brought in Russell Westbrook, who I don't... I do think... Do we think there was Harden and Chris Paul chemistry issues? Especially towards the end, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and then, but it sounds like Russell Westbrook and James Harden are his best buddies, so <laughs> maybe it'll work. But you know, somebody that I'm just indifferent on is Clint Capella. Hmm. If there's ever been a system guy in the history of sports, to get I paid. think about Clint Capella. He got paid because like he's just in the perfect system to be good, and but he got paid, so by all means, go get your money. The next, the next team is the Clippers. Do Do we need to talk about them? Yeah. 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 They add Paul George off a trade, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, as well. See, before we get into talking about their team and stuff, I saw a thing, and it was Kawhi Leonard said to Doc Rivers and the CEO or the owner, he said... Your team's not good. He said, your team's not good. (laughs) Fix it. Imagine if LeBron said that. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. Imagine if LeBron turned... If that came out and said, LeBron said, I don't like your team, change that. Oh my god! He'd be crucified. He'd be killed. Oh, this is your old goat. Like, get out of here, man! Like, if guys want to win, they've got to pick a team that's going to lift them there. But speak, I know we. Just, I talked about it all with D'Angelo Russell on the free agent thing, but when I remember it was it was like two a.m. Crazy. I was asleep. Yeah. I woke up and I saw on my phone that Leonard's going to the Clippers, which at that time we was like. Nobody thought he was going to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. going to be the and Paul George. They were like the third option. They're going to be, he's either go to the Lakers or go back to Toronto. And then, like, literally two minutes later, it's like the Thunder have traded Paul George to yeah. the Clippers. You're <laughs> like, oh my god! Look up to the headline of Clippers get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and it's like, where did this even come from? It was like, are you serious? Where did this come from? The craziest thing in the offseason. It was. For me. It was. I love NBA free agency. It's just awesome. It's, it's the best offseason. Like it's it's so it's. It's so good. It's so entertaining. Like, don't know what you do know what's going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen. And Anything that's another thing happen. with like these tampering rules that came out. This came yeah. out. Apparently, NBA teams are just about to find everybody for even whispering. I think the Bucks got fined. I read today for talking, saying they're going to offer Giannis a supermax. <laughs> oh my god! Like, come on! Clearly, they're going to offer. Him yeah. A supermax. Oh, like, oh, really? You're going to offer him a supermax? Here's a fine. You know, that's just crazy. What, is he a free agent this upcoming summer or the summer after? Obviously, it's going to be this upcoming summer. because we just. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, um, I think this is important to note. And and this and we talked about the East last week, and I wanted to talk about the Clippers before I brought it up because this is like the, the big one, I think. 
the team when there's two teams in one city or one state and one team is the more popular one, the more the more known brand, like the Lakers versus the Clippers, the Knicks versus the Nets, you just assume as a fan of those teams that you're gonna get whoever you want over the other team in your city. But this offseason it proves that if you have a smart front office, you have a good coach, you have good pieces, that you can attract free agents. Mm-hmm. The Clippers attracted Kawhi Leonard, the Nets attracted Kyrie and Kevin Durant. And the Knicks were involved in that sweepstake, and the Lakers wanted in on the Kawhi sweepstake. So I think it's important to note that these teams that are not not the more popular brand are attracting free agents because it's probably a better management. Yeah. The only thing caveat I have to say to that is I think before the Clippers traded for Paul George, before they they called like yeah. called Kawhi, I was like, hey, we're getting Paul George. I think he was going to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Well, but that I think he was. So, but I see what you're saying. Like yeah. it, that was his only option because he was going to L. A. Yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, Doc Rivers, Steve Ballmer, Jerry West. Like yeah. Jerry West, I, I Nick Wright. I don't know what your guys' opinion is on Nick Wright. I would assume Lock and Lock him, and you don't. If yeah, I was guessing, but it's kind of annoying to me. <laughs> he he brought up a good point and said Jerry West might be the best executive of all time. And like I didn't. I at first I was like oh, I don't know, but then yeah. once you look at what he's actually done. And I wish I had the record in front of me what he's actually done, but I don't. <laughs> but he's, he definitely has a, has a good a good yeah. resume. Also, I mean, even even with Paul George being on the Clippers, you look at Paul George with the Clippers after the trade that they just made, so they lose Gallinari, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. And then you look at the Lakers roster, that's when it becomes, like, pretty even. Because, yeah. I mean, LeBron, Paul George, you have two superstars. So... And Kawhi still chose the Clippers. So, I mean, I just really like that. That's a good point that you made about them adding George and that being the deciding factor. But I just really like those teams that are able to do that. It was, I mean, I think at the end of the day it was, hey, like Jerry West, made. I think he makes all the shots, calls all the shots. Yeah. And it's like when I got Paul George and it was just over, he's like, I'm sure I'm going. Because it was weird, too, because the Lakers like had every opportunity in the world, it felt like. Yeah. And he just – it seemed like he just didn't want to go to the Lakers. Yeah. And we thought for days and days and days, like, yeah, he's going to be Lakers, going to the Lakers just a matter of time. But once it, like, kept going, like, days passed, and he had was signed with the Lakers then. And even when he signed, people thought he was going to the Lakers. But then he just ultimately pulled the pulled the trigger for the for the Clippers, and the Lakers are left standing. Yeah. Uh, next team, the other L.A. team, uh, the Lakers. They made big moves. They added DeMarcus Cousins, and we all know what happened there. They traded away half their team and got Anthony Davis. Literally, like, you turn over to their lost column, it's insane. Lonzo Ball went there. Isaac Bonga, no idea who he is, but he got traded away because... You know Isaac this, Bonga? You know him, but, like, come He's on, like the, really? Josh I pink diamond 2K for it. <laughs> Lonzo Ball, New Orleans. Josh Hart, New Orleans. Brandon Grimm, New Orleans. They lose Lance Stevenson, goes to China. Just mo- most of the people they lost were to accommodate to get that trade going. Yeah. They had Dwight Howard, Danny ooh. Green. Getting Anthony Davis was like worth it. So whatever trade, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, and the thing that was a, a weird trade too because at first it's like he's going to the Lakers, and then it was like oh, I don't know if the Lakers have all the pieces, and then Rich Paul gets involved, and it's like basically he forced a trade. He's like where's He's not, going. he's not going anywhere yeah. outside the yeah. Lakers. Yeah. So that was a weird dynamic, and that's kind of like how the NBA shift today. It's a players' league. Mm-hmm. The players have the power, and by all means, I say it all the time: go wherever you want to go. Yeah. It's your playing career. Yeah. 
So that's it's, all but I mean, I love that dishes. Danny Green and Crazy. Avery Bradley. Well, I love every, that. They did awesome. something different this time. They actually went out and got people that could shoot threes. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they well, like, like, like Beasley and yeah. Lance Stevenson Ray last Rondo. year. And Rondo, like, hey, this, Rondo's a good point. He's, he's, good he's not year. a shooter though. Yeah, like, but I see. I totally agree. They just went and got like dudes that made no sense, and you're like. What is going on? I don't know if that was more of a magic move or a... Whoever made that move is just not very smart. No. Because you look at LeBron James. Where is he, when is he the most successful? When he's got people that can spread the floor. Yeah. When he has the ball in his hands and has people in the yes. corner to shoot, that's basically when yeah. he is. Yep. So, so they did good. Quinn Cook, Jared Dudley, Danny Green. I, I wonder about what their start lineup's going to be. Because if it's me, I, if I'm the coach, I want to have LeBron, Bradley, Green... Kuzma and Davis, but Davis doesn't want to play the five. Is what he says. So mm-hmm. they're gonna put him in the four, and I would assume they're gonna start McGee or or Howard at the five, and then yeah. that's gonna push Davis to the four, Kuzma to the three, and then their two is gonna be Green or Bradley. I don't know who. Like uh, probably Bradley. I I would assume Avery Bradley, but it's just a weird. I, I think it's like nobody talks about how like Davis needs to play the five for them because the way the league's going, like you space the floor yeah. and yeah. you have Howard and Davis out there. I think they'll end up working. I think he'll end up coming in. I think Dwight Howard's going to be end up good for them. Yeah, because like I think he's finally matured. Finally, they realize like, hey, I, this is what I got to do, and I can win here. And so he's probably in a good spot for him. Okay. I also think that LeBron does a good job of making bad players good. I think he does it. I think he he makes really good players. Numbers go down. Yeah. But I think that if you have a player whose numbers have been down or a player that's been struggling, I think he does a good job of making them better. So I think that Dwight Howard will, will be successful with LeBron. Is Quinn Cook a – Quinn Cook's a solid addition. Yeah, because he's a shooter because he can shoot threes. I don't – but see, in Gold State, he was like mainly played off the ball. I don't know really what they're going to do with him there in, in yeah. L.A. And Jared Dudley, I don't think he'll play. He'd probably play, actually. I think he'll play. He could probably play some like defensive like crunch time. Yeah. Stretch four. Yeah. He can shoot, too. Yeah. So, next, we got the uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, I think they'll be all right. I don't think they're a playoff team, but... They're going to be one of the worst teams in the West. Yeah. I mean, yeah. five years are going to be really good. Yeah. yeah. John. Jaren Jackson. Jaren Jackson is really good. Jaren Jackson is yeah. really good. I, coming mm. in the draft, I was like, eh. Not a big Jared Jackson guy, but he's totally proved he showed it. Proved yeah. me wrong. He's he's good. Okay. They've got to do something about Iguodala and Jay Crowder though, because they do not fit the plans for the future. And, but I read, I think it's been like a week ago. I think Woj tweeted or somebody tweeted, might have been Shams that like Memphis is wants to keep Iguodala yeah, now. Like that's so weird to me. Like why? I mean, I don't. I obviously don't think Iguodala wants to be there. No, no. that's that's so disrespectful to him too. Like let him go try to win somewhere. Yeah, who knows? They're they're work in progress. Another bad team in the West for me, I'd say Timberwolves. Yeah, I've, I've always thought like, man, the Timberwolves could be good, and they just mess it up. <laughs> yeah, every I year, stopped, every year I'm I the same. Every year I'm like, yeah, Timberwolves are gonna be nice this year. They've picked up some people, and they just always let it down. They added Jordan Bell. They tr- they uh, drafted Culver, Jarrett Culver. Really, they didn't really add anyone else. What's your opinion on Jarrett Culver? Inconsistent, I think. Yeah, I, I remember watching him in the tournament, especially in the Final Four, and like, dude couldn't hit a shot. Nah, he was just he would get the ball at the top of the key and try to create something. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. I still think he'll be all right. He got, yeah, um, I will never in my life get over. I think the Timberwolves had the third pick. It was the Jamal Murray year. And Jamal Murray was sitting there, and they drafted Chris Dunn. Yeah, could you imagine they had Jamal Murray? 
I, I literally think the face of like the program the would program, be different. The franchise. That's your second weekend round. Yeah, I'm just going to the program. The I think it would be totally different. I, yeah. I wasn't a big Chris Dunn guy either, and I thought Jamal Murray was the pick, and they just passed on him, and it looks like I was right. Okay, you were. So an interesting team in the West added basically a whole new team, the Pelicans. The, the, okay, again, before we talk about the team, this whole Zion Williamson thing is insane. Can we stop doing that? Dude, like, he, why, what's the point? This, he, they had the ESPN top 100 players come out. He's ranked 42. The players he is ahead of, Kevin Love, an NBA champion. All-star. All-star. Miles Turner. Hey, Brink Future of All-star. All-Star. He's there. Aaron Gordon. DeMar DeRozan. Always an All-Star. John Collins. Future All-Star again. Bojan Bogdanovic, eh? Bucket. But great, great player. Great, great three. And Clay player. Thompson is forty nine. See, I don't know how they did this list. If it was an injury thing, but Clay Thompson at forty nine is unbelievable. Be. If it's not, if it was, it's, if it's a going off a so player. Are they saying if Clay Thompson plays with a torn ACL, he's a forty nine player. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, maybe. and then Laurie Markinen at fifty. So. This hype train of Zion, yes, he's good, but you do not throw him at 42 in that list. Well, here it's unbelievable. Here's you got the point. Clay Thompson playing with the Torres. So ACL is 49 in the league. Yeah, this is this is a point I want to make. Yeah, and I know he plays for the Spurs, and but it's no, I love Demar Derozan. He last season he averaged 21 six and six. Yeah, on 48 percent shooting. And, and you're gonna sit him at number 46 behind, behind Zion, behind a man who has never played a game before. It's unreal. Like he better average Zion better average better than 21 six and six. <laughs> well, I see the tweet that I saw. It said, "Y'all go stop disrespecting NBA players." Brandon's loving this. <laughs> Clay Thompson. <laughs> He's hobbling off like off down screens. I know he's loving it. Oh my god, he's loving it. So Pelicans are going to be young, and I think they're going to be good. They're not going to be a playoff team, but you know, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes is going to be good. I like JJ Reddick. I like Jackson Hayes. He played really good. Wipe your eyes. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, another. Awful team in the West, the Thunder. No, they're not. The Thunder. They're not called him awful. The Thunder. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be if if they don't trade Chris Paul, which I think they're gonna try to. But if they don't, I think that they have a good set of players. Who? <laughs> Who? Who? Chris Paul for one. Okay. Danilo Gallinari. Okay. Stephen Adams. So okay. Yes. I hate this for for Shea. I don't know if like he's obviously got a good point guard. He's and... really good. And they're gonna to have to play Paul too, so I don't know if they're gonna try to put both of them. Play, I think they'll start them both. Same time, but then you, I think you move Gallinari to the four, let him play a stretch four, yeah. and now I think you go with one of your wings, whether it be Roberson, Ferguson, um, Hamadou. Like they've got players. They have Nerlens uh, Noel off the bench. Steven Dennis Adams, Schroeder. I think he's like could be traded at the day. I think I think, so I think they may try to unload everybody. He's a great center. Yeah. If they do, they become one of the worst teams in the league if they unload their. Players. I think you probably should like Chris Paul like. It's a bad contract, and he's getting yeah. old. And you got Shea there to play point guard. Right. I think I assume I don't know Chris Paul probably to the Heat. That's what everybody says. Everyone wants that. Yeah, but since that would be interesting, series. Jimmy Butler and Chris Paul together. There's so many Eastern Conference teams where if they added like two guys, and they they'd would be, be tough. competing for the conference. Yeah. So we'll move on again. Uh, the Suns. They had the worst offseason. <clears throat> they're the worst team, and they had the worst offseason. I don't know how that's possible. Ricky Rubio. I just don't know what they're doing. Frank Kaminsky. They're, I tell you what they're Dario doing. Dario Saric. They're wasting Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. They are. <laughs> they're, they're wasting it. They really are. I, 
I feel like Devin Booker really wants to win in Phoenix too. Like he's not like, hey, trade me. And yeah, he's like he wants to build I, it. But I guarantee you at the trade deadline, he's going to be like all over trade talks. Yeah, possibly if they're bad. Like, yeah, they're they're wasting his career. They, they just draft like awful, terrible. Like, well, they yeah. drafted Cameron Johnson at eleven, and I and I. <laughs> And I don't like I don't get into like writing players off like with Daniel Jones I didn't get into writing him off yeah but it was considered a reach by a lot of teams or that's a lot of a lot of like GMs a lot of but if you're if you're a team that's as bad as Phoenix I feel like you have to go with a safe route you can't like take you know it. they drafted Josh Jackson you know who went fifth Darren Fox yeah could you imagine Fox Josh and, Jackson's already gone too yeah he's with the Memphis and they and the Suns fans wanted him gone so it's like somebody they just drafted gone in a couple of years I mean it was for good reason he was he's not been good for them but. Okay, so next. Wait, also, wait, also okay, go on. Yep. They paid Ricky Rubio $16 million a year. Yeah, he's getting bank. That's a ridiculous. Oh my gosh. That's a ridiculous contract. I would no. just I would just not pay anybody and just keep that money. No. That's crazy. I just I don't know. It's just they need to be better. It's not it's not hard to like make good decisions. Yeah. And they traded TJ Warren to clear cap space. Yeah. They traded him in their 32nd pick to clear cap space. So the next team of the Trailblazers I think they had a solid a solid uh, off season. You know, they picked up a couple of. They obvious. I think Dame and CJ are really good. I just still don't see them taking that next yeah. step to win. You got Dame and CJ, and then like who's their third best player? Myers Leonard. Hassan Whiteside. Leonard's with the Heat now. Yeah, yeah. Miles Leonard got uh, traded for Hassan Whiteside. They lost a lot of players that contributed mm-hmm. last season. Seth Curry, Mo Harkless, Alfredo. Yeah. They yeah. lost a lot of defensive wins. Speaking of people who want to be somewhere, Damian Lillard wants to be in yeah. in, uh, in Toronto. Yeah, Portland. Portland. In Toronto. Wow, trade talks. Bago bomb. Yeah, McCollum's good. Dude, McCollum for 15 feet is like unbelievable. Oh, unreal. That's it's, a cheat code. That's what he did in, in, in yeah. one of the Denver games last year in the playoffs. They just oh, he was spazzing. He 15 feet. He was just unreal. Well, let's let's say since like 1990 or something. Since because back when you get to like the really old times, like there was people from all kinds of colleges coming. They just get. did that, yeah. But is this the best mid-major backcourt since like 1990? Like off the top, I know that's hard to ask, but like yeah, that's a very hard question. It's got to yeah. be like one of, if not the best, right? I mean, that's the only one that's coming on to... to it's mind. not something I think about a lot, to be fair. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a mid-major guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, they're really good. Two All-Stars. Yeah. So Make the playoffs every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they, they've been consistent. Is this where I throw in, I don't think you can win the title with Damian Lillard as your best player? Uh, we're not going to hit because that's <laughs> no, going to be every podcast. I'm, I'm trying to explain this to you. There's only like six or seven players that you can win the championship with as your yeah. best player. Yeah, and we've spoken about that. Because there's so many super teams. And we've spoken about that multiple times. I feel like Once. we're going to end up having... But okay, we're, we've spoken off the podcast multiple times about... Okay, can you win with small players? Let's keep it no. moving because my team's coming up soon. Okay. The Kings. Sacramento Kings. Dumpster fire. Yeah. No, no they're not. They're on their way up, though. De'Aaron Fox is they are really on the way up. Fire. They were like the 9 or 10 in the West. They're that's definitely good. on their way up, but, you know, they're still... Fox like, and Buddy Hill, that's one of the better backwards in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I was that's not true. a Buddy Hill believer, but he was good last year. He can shoot. He can, He stretches the floor. He can score the ball. Like he, he's a good compliment to Fox. Yeah. Who's so, better, Fox? Who would you rather have, Fox? I, I don't want to say who. You would definitely rather have Fox because he's playing. Yeah. Better. But who's better? I think Fox is better. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Fox is their best player. Yeah. So another team we don't really want to touch on a lot of the Spurs, but um, Skip. obligations. Cam, you want to talk us talk us through the Spurs? How are they going to be mediocre again? Well, they they had an issue mm-hmm. this off season where they agreed to terms with Damari Carroll, 
Mm-hmm. And then they agreed to trade away Davis Bertans to the Wizards mm-hmm. to clear is he space. The shooter? Yes. Okay. To clear space to get Marcus Morris. Which is now a Nick. And if that would have went through and they would have been able to add Carolyn Morris, I would have said this is the best that they could have done with their offseason. Great job. But now that, that didn't go through, now I'm like this this offseason. So was what very happened average. with the Morris thing? Was it a Marcus Morris thing or was it hundred percent Marcus Morris? He he agreed to terms with them and then somehow the Knicks came through with an offer that he liked better. He liked so he he signed with he signed one year fifteen million with the Knicks right it was two year it, twenty million in San Antonio yeah so two off. years twenty five yeah, mil five that's mil kind of, that's kind of betting on yourself though it's like he thinks he's gonna have yeah a good he year. thinks he's gonna have a good year I mean get at least five mil again next year yeah so I mean good, whatever you want to do man yeah <laughs> it hurts though so yeah. also what's, what's your uh, opinion on the Kelvin Johnson though I love Kelvin Johnson at twenty nine. It was 29. Was it 29? Loved him at 29. That's the Raptors, I think. Loved him at 29. If they would have picked him where they picked Luka, Samonic, then I would have been like, I don't know. But 29, that's great. Also, Trey Lyles picked up um, under the radar. But I looked up, because I knew that early in his career he contributed to Denver. I knew he did. In 2018, he averaged 9.9 points, so basically 10 points a game, just under five rebounds, and shot 38% from three. So, like, if he can shoot the three, which I don't know if he can consistently, then he can play in games. I'm still not sure what position he is. He was the same way in college. Like, was he yeah. a three? They've tried to play him at the three, but he was really a four. Yeah, he was a little too slow to be a three. Yeah, so what are they, you know what they're going to do in San Antonio with him? A four? Hopefully a four. Yeah. Also, Maybe even a small ball five. He's 6'10. Yeah, he is big. But He is big. He And from 15 feet in, like, he can shoot yeah. it from 15 feet. So. I just don't know, since they have Aldridge and Jakob Perl, I just don't know where the minutes at the five are going to come from. Yeah, he's got to be a four. I don't even yeah. think about Aldridge. But also adding DeJounte back they didn't have last year. Yeah, that's, that's, big, that's their biggest jump. So he just signed with New Balance. Did he? I knew he was thinking about it. Yeah, he's, a, he's a rich Paul guy, ain't he? Like LeBron yes. guy? Yeah, he's in clutch. Yeah, that's LeBron why. LeBron are like great friends. Yeah, that's where you get so the what New we're Balance saying is LeBron to San Antonio. That's or Murray a, to the Lakers. Oh, oh gosh, huge. I would throw. I would. Murray's got to get a jump shot. I'm. All, I'm. I'm so. I think he's been working on it. I mean, like, I assume every NBA player is working on no, the jump I, shot. I assume that that's been his like focus. Yeah, but I, and I, I always say like, if for me like you got to be able to shoot, and that's why I'm always negative of Dwonte Murray. But yeah. if he gets a jump shot, he obviously defensively he's really good, and it's going to be interesting because Derek White's emerging too. Yeah. So like, what are you going to do? Who are you going to roll with? Apparently, Derek White just I mean. Popovich just absolutely loves Derek White and has to keep him on the USA team for whatever reason. Yeah, but, uh, because he's really good. And yeah. Derek White will play off the ball, and DeJounte will have the ball. Derek the White off the ball sounds miserable. <laughs> Why? Because he can't shoot? He's a, he's a serviceable shooter. <laughs> okay. He's respectable. You have to respect it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which I do agree that they could use somebody to Let, step up and be a good shooter because DeMar does not. Let's move on to the last team in the West before the oh, bias. Oh, got DeMar, too. The bias. Murray, Derek White, away. and DeMar are nobody that can make threes. And they're still they're still a playoff team. That's a well, they have one of the four best NBA coaches ever. They should. So the Jazz last team, impressive. They had an A plus offseason. Impressive, yeah. Looking at these these players here, it's an impressive uh, offseason for them. Bojan Bogdanovic, good dad. Mike Conley, huge. That's big. I mean, Jeff Green. Who they good. lose? Jeff Green's gonna be good for them. Lost they lost Crowder. Jay Crowder. Derek Favors, that's a that's a pretty decent loss. No, that was good. Carl Corbin, I would want, I would Ricky Rubio, move on from Favors. So that's yeah, I think they had a good they had a good off season. There's I I just don't like I just don't like Favors as a player. I just don't think there's any room for him on a team. Like that, it's got to be the right situation, of course. But maybe like as a five only. I like where he was playing like the four, something. I just don't. Emmanuel Moody, that's gross. 
I did not know he was playing with the Jazz. Yeah, yep, he's at the Jazz now. So their starting lineup is going to be Conley, Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. That's not much at the four. Is he a natural four? Yeah. He's a six eight. Yeah, he's playing the four. I thought, did he play the three in Indiana? He did though? play the three a lot in Indiana. He's a That's three and D guy. His people don't think he's a good defender because of the way he looks. Yeah. But he's actually a really good defender. That's a good that's a good that's a solid starting lineup. That's one of the best in the league. In the league, like, yeah. That, on that, paper. That's under yeah, on paper. Yeah. Absolutely. Donovan Mitchell's gonna have a I think he's gonna have a good year. Brandon's biting his pen. He doesn't like it's okay. He has something to say. I, do, I, I don't it. dislike Donovan Mitchell. I just think he's overrated. Okay. That's I mean that's fair, but he's also really good. Like, because literally after his rookie like, year, like people thought this man was like gone. unreal. Yeah. And like he was fine. Didn't win rookie of the year. Because Ben Simmons was there. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about that? Should you be able to win rookie of the year in your second year if you don't play? No. But if you don't play first year, I think so. Yes. I don't think so. Blake Griffin. You won that. Like it's been. It's happened a it's lot. Not fair. Like this, they clearly have an advantage. But not if they, they sit out. If they sit out the whole year. Injured. They, they haven't do, seen they any like, NBA action. It's weird. I don't know. I'm, I don't have an opinion on it because, like, I can see both arguments. Like, yes, you train and you practice and you, you do whatever, but you don't get NBA action. That's a big thing. But if I it did, was, if it was like a red shirt thing, like it was like you played four, like fourteen games and then you stopped and redshirted to a rookie again, then absolutely not. But, I think the the year of like just adjusting NBA life like matters a lot though. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's, that's like, a like big the one. travel, like the. Yeah, your body adjusts to playing eighty two games to flying, yeah. to flying every yeah. night. So I think that matters. A the little resources bit, are huge. So I don't know. I don't have it. It's just okay. so you want to do. You want to go off playoffs? Oh yeah, playoff, playoff rankings. Yeah, I have the Nuggets at one. Good call. Do you as well? I have the Nuggets at one. I have the team with the best player in the NBA next season. The Clippers at one. Oh my! Who? Paul George. No, Kawhi Leonard. No, he's not better than LeBron James. Let's not even be disrespectful at this point. I have the Nuggets. I didn't know that the best player missed was the playoffs. Usually they make the playoffs. After he missed, what, how many 30 games did you see yeah, that team last year? Just watch the games. Kawhi's clearly better now. You're a clown. All right. Cam, I have, you cannot believe yourself. That's ridiculous. He's, that That is unbelievable. Okay. I don't want to hear none of that. Okay. Not into that <laughs> okay. debate. That's now, not, okay, let me say this. If Kawhi beats LeBron in the in the playoffs this year, he's definitely yeah. the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Okay, but, well, let's wait for it to happen. Then. You can't okay, just sit here. LeBron misses one playoffs and everyone loses their money. It's like, it's like, oh my God, LeBron sucks now. No. If he doesn't suck, he's just not as good as, like, Kawhi's gotten a lot better as well. Kawhi's always been good. So LeBron's wait, wait. regression year, did we see the stats? No, it's not a regression year. Well, they, everyone's saying so But defensively, LeBron is pulling a Ben Roethlisberger. Defensively, defensively. There's a big. Dude, I will. I will say LeBron's defense, it's especially awful. off the ball, is horrendous. Horrendous. So it just no, stands there. There's zero. Effort. But I do think <laughs> we have to matter. Like he had, we have to think that how LeBron thinks is like we are terrible. I'm not playing defense. I think he has that because he has developed such a, an arrogance and an ego to him that yeah. I'm a big LeBron fan, but I, I I don't even like how he's developed that. And I think he literally is like, no, we're bad. I'm not playing defense. I don't like that, but I still think like. He's the best player. In the you league. can't, yeah, you can't say that he's not. That's that's just it's, what's insane. It's almost like there's some rule where you're not allowed to say that anybody's better than LeBron. Well, it is when it's LeBron James, which is the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's yeah, I, that's a fact. I know he was the greatest of all time. So I got the Clippers at two. Cam, who do you have? Uh, the Rockets. I have the Clippers. Insane. Do we have the same list? Hopefully. Uh, I got the Lakers at three. Yeah, so no, that's where it goes down, right? Yeah, I don't have the Lakers at three. Who do you have at three? The Rockets. You have the Rockets. Cam, who do you have? I have the Jazz. Jazz and I told I talked to Bargo a little bit about this. I don't think that they're gonna go to load management. That's as a fair much point. As I, I, somebody like the Lakers will. 
I like that. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, at four, that's where I have the Jazz sitting at. I have the Lakers at four. Lakers Nuggets at four. Wow. Yeah, that's a big slip for the Nuggets, in my opinion. Why do you, you think they're going to fall? They just because other teams got so much better. I still think that the Nuggets will be the same well, caliber. You can kind of use the same argument you just used for the Jazz too. Is that they're not going to be sitting dudes? No, and the thing is, is that they played yeah. the one of the best teams in the NBA that's, like, that's, ever. Yeah, that's was true. the Warriors. That's why that's why I still have them above the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. So because I look at the Lakers and possibly the Clippers as the teams are going to go to load management. Okay, so at number at number five, I've got the Rockets. Cam, you got the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, Baga. Trailblazers. Yeah, I was I was tossing between the Rockets and the Blazers for that spot. So obviously because number six, I got the Blazers. But yeah, Damian Lillard's really good. Yeah, and that's also a, another non-load manager. I think that's a really great point. Like teams like teams like They'll that are not going to sit out their yeah. stars, and mm-hmm. so they're going to have probably better regular season records. Yeah, yeah. and not as big playoff yeah. runs. That's a good call. Number six, Blazers. I've got. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Cam. Who do you have? The Jazz. Yeah. See, that's where I had the Jazz prior to talking about their starting five, and I was like, man, Joe Ingles, <laughs> got to move him up to three. Oh, no, where do I have him at? At four. Uh, number seven. This is where it gets. I said the Warriors. I have Warriors. I did too. Yeah, that's, that's me. The last spot, uh, the whole time that we've been doing this podcast, I've been tossing it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so about the Warriors, do you think that since Clay Thompson is not playing, that he they will try to play on a tornado. No, he will not. He is not playing <laughs> as the 49th player. Not. Do you think that the Warriors will rest Steph Curry more than usual because he has played in the finals for how many years? Yeah, Steph? consistently long seasons. They might. Are they going to write this season off and mm-hmm. say let's get let's like Steph rest for yeah. a lot, get a record, and yeah. then sit him? Yeah, they might. I think close to the end of the season. I think they're not. They're going to struggle. Not struggle, but they're not going to be as dominant. You're up in the ones, twos, they and won't. threes. They won't. They're going to be. They're going, to be playing, they're going to be playing to get into the playoffs. Yeah. So they're going to rest him, yes, but they're also going to be smart with it, I think, to make the playoffs. See, okay, so for me, i got the Spurs at eight. I do too. Uh, I, I had the Mavs because I was just like, Doncic, Pazingis, but how did just, you, as we're moving down, as people... Who did you move in for the Mavs? Like, who did you have missing? The Spurs. You had the Spurs at nine? Well, I had... No, I at first I had... At eight, I had Warriors. I had completely missed the Jazz. Didn't have them on my list. I don't know why <laughs> they were not there. So I had Warriors, Pelicans originally. Then okay, I moved okay. that to Mavs, Warriors. And then now I've moved that to Mavs, Spurs. But Spurs, take that. Cam, you've got Spurs? Yeah. Bargo, Spurs. Yeah. See, we're, we're consistent down the bottom there. I think we have the same eight. We, we have the same do. eight teams. We have the same, yeah, same eight teams in the... There's no changes. There's no differences. There's a couple of jumps here and there, but yeah, they're they're ranked differently. I think that's uh, that's gonna be an the, interesting. The, the one thing I just I don't think the Nuggets are gonna be fourth. You think yeah, I high? think they're gonna be high. I think they're gonna be good this year. I definitely think they're gonna be better than the Rockets. So the Rockets will have to figure things out. Yeah, it's a very figure out situation for the Rockets, in my opinion. So the Rockets just feel like such a good regular season team to me. Yeah. Like like always, they're always really good. But they're gonna be season. bad in the beginning. I, I, aren't they're gonna lose games because they're gonna be like. Who's get? To, I mean, they're going to try to figure out what they're going to do with Westbrook. Yeah, and I don't know what they're going to do with Westbrook. So. That's crazy. But hey, <laughs> episode three is finished. We've we've talked about our NFL. We talked about the NBA West. We're gonna we're gonna work out through the week what we want to do uh, for for the next week. We've obviously got a giveaway we're going to start up too. But 
that's sort of a little bit maybe next week a week after that we'll announce that and talk about that um but we really appreciate all the feedback the feedback's been crazy you know parker chitty hit me up hit us up on twitter everything like hey, that do you have his tweet handy by any chance his tweet yeah let me have a look can you read it i'm just interested i want our listeners to know what he said see parker parker's a little delusional at times too though no, so it's not. okay it's okay but uh, okay he, he had a good tweet started my day off with apartment 11 honestly love this podcast appreciate it uh at brandon bargo knows his football Lachlan Anderson, Cameron Carmichael, not as much. See, I agree with the Lachlan Anderson part. I have no idea. I'm new to this. <laughs> I'm just here to just pump out the content. He's had still a great podcast. Go check it out. So wait, wait. So to refresh, he says that that I know Lachlan more and Cam not as much. Okay, I just I'm I, just curious. I, I don't think that he's right on that. I think you two are very mm, very yeah. like up there together. Okay. You know, it's not. I will give you the edge on college football. On college football, <laughs> absolutely. I will, and I will grant you this. Yeah. I think you know more NFL like personnel. Yeah, like you know, like offensive coordinators and NFL coaches that I do not. But this I'm is still, cute. This I'm is still, nice. You guys were very yeah. nice to each I'm other still, just there. I'm still taking myself. I'm Chitty, you just brought the best out of two guys that usually go head to head. You know. Thank but you. I will say this. No, 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 no. This okay, is okay. a nice thing. Okay. I will say I think X's and O's. I do. Yeah, I would yeah, agree because sure. I don't. I never played, right. so I never. I was one. I was a middle yeah. linebacker when I was ten, so like I know, yeah. how, to, I know how to do well, this. Well, when I was in the fourth grade, I played <laughs> wide receiver on my PB football team. How many touchdowns did you get? Actually, I scored a lot because I would run little sweeps. Well, you beat me because I never scored a touchdown. Well, I scored, I scored my fair share. One, 1.5, 2, 2.5. Follow our Instagram, Apartment 11 Podcast. Uh, we're going to post a lot of content as we get through it and things like that. Follow us all on Instagram. We've got our handles. But again, boys, thank you, Bargo, for the drive. Cam, thank you for walking through the bathroom. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. Appreciate it.